the Sharks sort of, kind of, maybe-ish have a roster. Uh, so we're going to look at where the Sharks roster stands before their 2 p.m. deadline on Monday and the moves they need to continue to make to get down to that roster uh, size of 23, plus where the Barracuda roster sits as of now. So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team, in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at Inside the Rink. I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Proudly part of the Locked On Network. We cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everydayer, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or uh, you can subscribe on YouTube or do both. Both is great. Um, so today we're going to be looking at where the Sharks roster currently sits and what the moves they need to do to get down to that 23-man roster uh, before uh, we get to third, or actually before 2 p.m. on Monday as they prepare for Thursday's opening night game against the Vegas Golden Knights. So um, before we dig into all that and get a, take a look at where the Barracuda roster sits after their first two preseason games, uh, do want to let you guys know about our friends over at Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Use Sleeper's terms of use for details. So um, Sharks currently sit at 27 players right now. If you look at cap friendly, it says 26. They currently sit at 27 um, because if you dig into cap friendly, Henry Thrun is still considered to be on the Barracuda. But spoiler, if you look on the Barracuda's official roster, he is not there yet. So the Sharks currently right now have uh, 14 forwards. 11 defensemen and two goalies on their roster after the weekend's moves. So um, this weekend they waived uh, Oscar Lindblom, uh, Ryan Carpenter and Jacob Peterson and assigned after the, all those guys cleared waivers, they assigned them to the Barracuda. Um, so we'll get again at the end of the show, we'll get into the Barracuda roster and where everyone kind of sits right now. Um, but that leaves on the forwards group. So we'll start with the forwards because uh, they're actually kind of the easiest to figure out from right now. So they have Sharks have 14 forwards. You have Hurdle, Couture, Granlin, LeBanc, Hoffman, Duclair, Luke Cunning, uh, Bear Banov, Nico Sturm, Fabian Zetterlin, Philip Zadina, Thomas Bordolo, William Eklund, and Giovanni Smith. And that is in order of how much they make. Um, so we know Logan Couture, who's been injured. Um, he has started the season or he's basically just started getting back on the ice um, expect him to be placed on IR before the season. Um, so that way the sharks can get down to that 20 as one of the moves to get down to that 23 man roster. Um, currently Bordolo looks like the guy who will once go towards back uh, Bordolo would be most likely the guy to go back to the, uh, back to the Barracuda as he is waivers exempt. Uh, him and Eklund are the only two forwards on the roster right now who are actually, sorry, the only two players on the roster right now who are actually waivers exempt uh, and Henry Thrun, if you uh, count him as well. So, uh, but at least among the forwards, those are your only two forwards who are waiver exempt right now. 
Giovanni Smith is the guy who made it. I, that's the one guy I got wrong. I thought you would keep um, Lundblom, who would be your kind of your 13th forward. And then just because of the cap, but uh, the Sharks said to keep, keep Giovanni Smith, who I think has shown some flashes this preseason, uh, but definitely makes some plays that leave you scratching your head. Uh, the one thing with Lindblom on the roster uh, or in the AHL, as long as Lindblom is in the AHL, um, the Sharks will carry a $1.35 million buried penalty uh, hit on their cap space right now. So nothing major. The Sharks still have plenty of room for, you know, whatever they want to do right now. They still have about $2.6 million. And that's before you continue to kind of whittle away at this roster to get down to your 23 man cap. Uh, so plenty of that, uh, plenty of, of, of space, Cap wise for for the sharks this year, no need to kind of continue to worry about that. So, um, so what will what do we think the lines are going to look like at least for opening night? And I, going off what we saw from the last preseason game, which I think was very much a dress rehearsal, uh, I think you're going to continue to see that first line of Zadina Hurdle Hoffman, which has shown some good chemistry. Right, the Hoffman goal off the rush based off a hurdle shot and Zadina I think has looked really good this preseason I know he hasn't gotten the production on the scoreboard but you've seen I think you've seen some good penalty kill moments from him I think you've seen some good offensive opportunities um I know the Red Wing fans are like wait until preseason's over and you got regular season Zadina but um I've liked what I've seen from him so far so I I feel pretty Pretty good about that first line. Um, Hoffman, we'll see. But, I mean, we know Hoffman can score. Uh, so, I think there's an opportunity for that line to be pretty solid. Um, Eklund, Granlin, Cunning. So, I don't know if this is going to be the second or the third line. This, this line and probably the next line are probably going to be pretty used interchangeably. Um, Eklund, yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, Eklund won. He won a job at the NHL, and he throughout the preseason, he got better and better and better. And... Um, we saw some sweet, sweet passes from Eklund. He played plenty of PK opportunity, was playing with Sturm, um, you know, in the last preseason game when the game was, you know, that that lineup's pretty full of what you think that the team's going to look like. Um, so I think Eklund's going to be a, a huge, huge piece of the the Sharks uh, going into this season. Um, I think this, this line will get better as they kind of continue to gel, right? Um, Grandland's missed a good chunk of training camp with an injury. Cunning's still coming back from uh, his, uh, you know, his ACL injury. Um, and I think as they kind of work together, get a little bit more chemistry between them, we're going to see a, a little bit tighter line. I think these guys have shown some of the passes have just been like a beat off or just not where they need to be. Um and I think you're going to see a lot, kind of get a lot of opportunities to score goals because I think Eklund and Granler are going to be able to set him up for those. If Cunning can score goals in those opportunities, that's another story. Um, but I think pretty, you know, I think Eklund's in a good position to, six, six, to succeed on that line. Um, and the Barabano Bordelow Duclair line. Again, I like putting established NHL players in Barabanov off the nuclear with Bortolo to kind of that way he doesn't have to kind of do everything on that line. Um, Duclair we know can shoot right. And Barabanov I think is going to have a monster season. I said it in my uh, kind of five things you need to know about the Sharks. And I said, he was going to be the breakout player for the Sharks. If you miss that, go check that out. It's on YouTube. Um, I think Barabanov is going to have a monster season. And I think Bortolo can kind of hold down the line until Couture gets back. Yes, he can't 
do all the defensive stuff that Couture does, but I think Borlo can kind of provide some creativity on that offense. Um, so, and the final line, Sturm, LeBanc, and it's either probably going to be Smith or Zetterlin. And it's pretty tough between Smith or Zetterlin because I think Smith had a little bit more flashes than Zetterlin in the, the preseason. Um, but Smith does make some bonehead plays, and I think it'll probably be more opponent-based between who plays between those two guys. And if you need someone a little bit more rough and tumble, I think that's when you'll probably see Smith in the lineup. Um, so interesting there, but I, I think LeBanc had a pretty solid preseason and a lot of people were like, well, why didn't you wave LeBanc? I, he played better than all the guys who got waved. Right. And I think Nico Sturm is a great four C. He was a great three C last year. I think he's been a, an excellent four C for the sharks. Um, and if you need to move him up or whatever you need to do, like, I think he has that flexibility for, for San Jose. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are the four lines right now. Again, expect Logan Couture to go to IR. And then if you need to waive, you know, I think Smith, uh, if Bordolo is outstanding and you can't take him out of the lineup, I think Smith is probably the guy you're potentially looking at as a as, as a guy who gets cut to make some more room. Um, so, and then you can kind of play with your lines from there. Um, you know, if Conan or Hoffman come out a little bit slow, maybe we'll move Bordolo to the wing uh, to get Couture in there. And then you could kind of, you know, keep tinkering with the lines. I'm sure we're going to see a thousand different lineup changes because it's CNHL. So um, before we move to the back end um, and try to wade through the 11 defensemen and where they all sit and who goes where, um, do want to take a quick break here. And talk to you guys about our new friends over at Sleeper. Um, the NHL season's here. I love the NHL. I know you do. That's why you're literally listening to a podcast on the NHL. Um, so I want to tell you guys about Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have a chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. The NHL has never been more exciting now with all the star players, right? Even just in our own backyard. Um, you got McDavid. Uh, you got Makar. You know, you've got a bajillion awesome players. Maybe you, Connor, you know, you have uh, Connor Bedard, um, Ovechkin. There's just so many good players. and if you just want to make simple life, make your life simple with fancy, um, that's where sleeper comes in. You can simply select more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and more. Yes, you heard me, Sharks fans. Sleeper offers a hundred dollars or a hundred times, excuse me, payouts. So uh start paying attention, make the right picks, and you could win big. Entries can be made under 30 seconds. They have a bunch of stats available. Um I kind of like a Bordolo goal against Vegas, right? I know he hasn't scored an official NHL goal, but he scores big goals and big moments. And I think Bordolo finally gets his first one against Vegas. So that's mine. Just Thomas Bordolo uh, over under half a goal. Give me the over on, on Bordolo goal. So use promo code locked on NHL. You'll get a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. These sleepers terms of use for details. All right, so we are back to look at the blue line. Um, and the blue line is there's this is where it gets tough. So again, the sharks have 
11. I know if you go on cap friendly, they say 10. If you look at the official Barracuda roster, that does not have Henry Thrun's name on it. So um, you have to go with Thrun and still a shark uh, until you see it on there. So um, right now it is Vlasic, Ferrara, Ruda, Shimmick, Benning, Kanijov, Burroughs, Ahochiak, Emerson, McDonald, Thrun. Uh, those are your 11 defensemen. Sharks can't carry 11 defensemen uh, because you can only have 23, and that would put you at like 10 forwards, including your two goalies. So um, so we know Vlasic, Ferraro, Ruda, those guys are going to be there. I think Shimmick, Shimmick is probably going to IR as one of the candidates um, because I he's got hurt in the preseason. He's missed a lot of practice, and I assume Shimmick is going to be the guy that goes to IR uh, to kind of start the season. Benning, Kanijov, Burroughs, and then I think Ohochuk is a potential IR guy um, because, again, you have started this. You know, he's missed a lot of time um, so far this season. And then you could potentially, I know McDonald's been a little banged up as well. So maybe he starts the season or you send Henry Thrun down to the Barracuda before your 2 p.m. deadline um, on Monday. So we're recording this two in the afternoon on Sunday. Uh, go Dolphins. Um, but that, that's, you're going to have to make some decisions when it comes to, and I still think Thrun has been, if you look at kind of, the Emerson Kanijov Thrun, which has been kind of the big battle, I would say, you know, kind of a training camp battle. I think Thrun's played the best out of all three of those guys. And for me, it's hard to imagine Thrun being the guy that has to get sent down. And yes, I know his waiver is exempt, but if you preach your Mike, uh, if you're Mike Greer and you preach like competitiveness and, and, you know, not giving guys, making these guys earn jobs. Tell me Henry Thrun hasn't earned his job the way he's played this preseason. Going back to rookie camp, going back to like he has, I think he's been one of the best the Sharks' best defensemen, to be honest, even with all the other guys out there. Um I I would I you would be doing, I think, a disservice to send Henry Thrun down. And maybe it's one of those paper transactions where you send him down uh for a little bit and then you bring him back up the day of game because somebody's not available or whatever and you might have to kind of finagle finagle some you know some funny money or whatever uh cap to try to to get thrown on the roster right now but i i just i can't picture the like how what world can you tell me that those guys have been better than thrown like i'm i'm sorry so um as for the pairings, so again, what we saw uh, the other night was Ferraro Burroughs, makes sense, Kanijov, Benning, Vlasic, Emerson. So if it was me, I would probably go Ferraro Burroughs, um, then I'm going to go Thrun, Benning, Vlasic, Emerson, and because I think that gives you a little bit of everything. Um, and then Kanijov would be your seventh defenseman, and you would. IR the rest of those guys or whatever you need to do to kind of, you know, maybe, maybe you, you're trying to put McDonald, maybe trying to save McDonald for a little bit and you put Thrun down and then you wave McDonald to the begin after kind of all that stuff is cleared and people are, you know, more focused on their rosters right now. Um, that could be a potential uh, thing there, but I'm, yeah, I just, I don't know when, what world Henry Thrun is in one of your six best defensemen. So um, that's what I would do. We'll see what, what, uh, 
what Greer and Quinn do there. But I assume, though, again, I think Ohochiak and I think uh, Shimmick both start the season on IR. And then think there's going to either somebody has to be started on IR or I think Henry Thrun is going down uh, with the Barracuda, which would be a shame because, again, Henry Thrun has earned his opportunity. He has earned his roster spot, if you ask me. Um, and I would rather have Henry Thrun play the I'd rather him be the PP2 quarterback than Matt Benning. Uh, we've seen the Matt Benning for like a year now, and it's just not great. Um, at least Henry Thrun, I think he can do it with a little bit more success than, uh, than Benning. So um, goalies, no surprises here. Uh, Blackwood, Capo Kakinen. Uh, we'll see who gets to start on on Thursday. I mean, I think Capo Kakinen's had a better preseason than Mackenzie Blackwood um, small sample sizes and, and such. I'm not there at practice. I don't know how they've looked at practice, but um, I'm, I just think Capo Kakinen's looked better. I think Capo Kakinen has a much better confidence than we've seen from him in a while. And I just think he kind of looks a little bit cooler, calmer, collected than what we've seen from Blackwood. Not to say Blackwood's been bad, um, but when you're comparing the two, I think Blackwood's looked a little bit more erratic, and I think he's led in a couple of soft goals that he'd probably want back, uh, especially the beginning of that first game for him. And I think just Kapokakin has just been sharp since day one. And if you're trying to win games, um, just a reminder... David Quinn is not trying to lose games. Mike Greer is not trying to lose games um, night in, night out, right? They're trying to win games. But um, I think you have to, I think you have to go Capo Kakin in the start just because I think he's had a better, a better training camp so far. So um that doesn't mean that both these guys aren't gonna play a bunch of games. Um, but I think you have to go Capo Kakin. I think he's looked great this preseason and I would reward him for his hard work in the preseason by giving him that opening night start uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights. So before we switch down to the AHL, uh, look at where the Barracuda roster is and you know why it looks like, uh, looks like these young guys are about ready to take a big step for the Barracuda this year. Uh, before we do all that though, do need to take a quick break. And talk to you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, this guy... Uh, power or style eBay Motors has got you covered and with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you always find exactly what you're looking for and with eBay guarantee fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back um, because with eBay Motors you're burning rubber not cash so with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win so keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com Eligible items only, exclusion supply. Uh, eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, so the Barracuda roster, they made some moves. They uh, uh, announced their kind of uh, newest updated roster right now as of October 8th. So when I'm recording this. So. Let's look at the forwards for them first. So Carpenter, Oscar Lindblom, Jacob Peterson, Tanner Kaspik, who's still on a tryout. Uh, I think he's going to get an AHL deal. Uh, Nathan Todd, Scott Saborin, uh, Tristan Robbins, Ethan Cardwell, Adam Raska, 
um, uh, Cole Castles, Brandon Coke, Connor McCarran, Daniel Gushin, Anthony Vincent, um, Ozzy Weisblatt, and then Justin Bailey. Justin Bailey also on a tryout. Again, I still think he gets an AHL deal. Um, Bailey's been awesome, and I think he'll be a good fit for the Barracuda as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think if I had to guess right now, we're very early. In, I think Ryan, I think I said it when they signed him, but I think Ryan Carpenter is going to be your captain um, just because. Dude's been around. He's like just what you need, what you want type of player. Um, good guy in the locker room, all that stuff. I think Carpenter is going to be your captain uh, for this team. But uh, Barracuda did have two preseason games. Couldn't watch them, of course, because they didn't stream them. But, um, you know, sounds like Robbins. And it's already, you know, I think these young guys between Robbins and Co and Gushin, I think they're going to have themselves a really, really nice season. I know Ethan Cardwell scored in overtime as well. Like, you got to feel really positive about where this Barracuda roster is heading right now. Um, I think they could be, especially all these guys, kind of making that year two jump. Um, and I think there's plenty of veteran guys around, like your Carpenters, right? And if Lindblom is playing and Peterson, like Peterson is a tweener type of guy. Uh, I think there's, there's a lot of excitement around this Barracuda roster. And then some, you know, guys like Anthony Vincent, who spoiler, uh, have an interview with him. Uh, he is, uh, that'll be coming out later this week. So really great guy to talk about, uh, talk with, uh, I think he's going to quickly, quickly become a fan favorite with the Barracuda just because of his style of play. Um, I think he got also got into a fight this weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think this is pretty much going to be it for your forward group. Maybe you have Bordolo coming back um, at some point, but I think there's the makings of a lot out of really fun and interesting, uh, really fun and interesting team. So they kick off their season opener on Friday the 13th. We'll have you covered here at Locked on Sharks as well. Going on to uh, the blue line and the goalies for the Barracuda. Um, so Leon Gavanke, who cleared waivers, Yenem Rock still hanging around, which you love to see. Nick Chichek, Roman Canal, Ethan Frisch, uh, Shakir Mukamadula, Leighton Moore, also a tryout guy, and Matt Stradell, uh, another tryout guy as well. Both as uh, I know, Stradell played in the ECHL last year, and then Moore was an OHL guy um, playing with Kitchener and Oshawa um, last year. So both these guys are tryout guys. Moore, little little guy, five foot eight, uh, so. We'll see what where he is. Uh, then you have Magnus Corona, Georgie Romanoff, and E2 Makanemi. Uh, I know Makanemi, I think all three played this weekend uh, with Beck Warm. I know Warm got sent down to uh, got sent down to Wichita on Sunday. Magnus Corona, I just uh, I just think Magnus Corona is going to make some noise for this Barracuda team. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year, Magnus Corona is getting big starts and big uh, win in must win games for them. So not to say E2 Makanemi has been bad or anything like that, but just with his injury history. And I just think Magnus Corona, who's played a lot of big games in his college career. Uh, I, I just call it a gut feeling. So, um, but I, I think Shakir Mukhamadulin's like your, he's your top guy on this. Uh, but I think there's some, Plenty of offensive uh, capability, especially with Gavanke um, on the Barracuda roster. And we'll see what happens with Dan LaRock, right? They, the Sharks can still, Sharks slash Barracuda can still send him down to uh, the WHL with Victoria. 
I don't know. I know Victoria is kind of in a sell mode right now. They traded away some some big pieces um, last week, and I wouldn't be surprised if LaRock gets sent down if he is quickly traded uh, because he'd be a huge asset to a team who's trying to compete in the WHL. Um, or they could maybe Ozzy Weisblad him where you kind of just, you know, he plays a little sparingly at the beginning of the season, but then as he continues to kind of rebound and, and get some, uh, you know, kind of return from that, those hip injuries where he gets more ice timed at the end of the year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with LaRock and kind of the decision with him. So um, I, I'm kind of in a toss because I can see both ways, right? Sending him back to the WHL where he's going to play, uh, no matter what team he's on, he's going to play big minutes and he's going to be a, a huge asset and kind of play those every night moments or letting him play, you know, maybe being a little slow with him at the beginning of the season and then letting him get accustomed to playing uh, pro professional hockey because I mean, he's, he's big enough to do that already, right? He's six foot two, 200 pounds. And he just turned uh, 20 in August. Like he is, he's, he's a big boy who's, I think can hold up to the rigors of it. I think if you're smart with him and maybe like I said, a little bit slow outside the gates. And then, you know, if Shakir Mukmadulan gets called up or, you know, maybe get some injuries or whatever that he can kind of let him dip his toes into it. And, um, and then you can kind of fully see his rehab because he'll be in the building. You could potentially do that as well. So, um, that's plenty of intrigue with there. So, uh, but I think the Barracuda, I think we're set for a super fun Barracuda season um, this year. It's yeah. I think, I think Gushin's going to be an absolute monster. I think Robbins has got uh, ready for that year two jump. I think Co, who had a quiet season last year. Uh, I think he said from the sound of it, he's had a strong training, strong off summer, off season, off summer, uh, strong summer, strong off season. And I think he's going to have kind of, we're going to see that Co that we're, we've been expecting from him. And then, you know, Ozzy continuing to grow. Um, I think, Again, same thing. Now that Ozzy is probably going to be more of an every night player, I think we're going to see more Ozzy Weisblatt being more effective. And I and I, I just think there's a good mix of skill, young guys, veterans, uh, and if the goaltending can be what we think the goaltending can be, I think this Barracuda team is going to be really fun. I don't see why this shouldn't be a, a playoff team that can make some noise um, in the Pacific Division this year. So. All right, that's going to be it for me today. We'll be back. Uh, I think we're going to have Max Miller on from uh, Hockey News. We're going to just chat about the Sharks. And then, uh, like I said, I have Anthony Vincent um, interview with him. That was really fun. So we'll have uh, that later this week as well. Get you guys ready for Vegas uh, on Thursday. And yeah, so... Make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts or you can uh, watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Locked on Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. And until tomorrow, bye friends.